for uh, chasing wins this year. This is Chasing Wins. Let me, um, let's transition to Dre. Because uh, that was the first move of free agency, by the way, uh, of any team. Like, Draymond was the first player, first domino to fall. Um, and he, not only for the Warriors, but like I said, for all the free agency. So four years, $100 million. I think, I think the deal is like front loaded. So it, as the years go on, like it's, it's like less and less money. And then I think the fourth year is a player option, I think. So those are like the details. Um, and it's actually a very team friendly contract, like very, uh, flexible and financially sustainable for like what the Warriors need. Um, what are your thoughts on like just the overall the move and then what it means for the future of the team and how do you you know do you and then also let's touch on Clay a little bit and his contract situation but first what are your thoughts on the Dre extension so the Dre ex- extension was I guess more or less it was expected I didn't think the team was going to. Obviously, that's one of the first things that Dunleavy said was that he was going to prioritize uh, trying to re-sign Draymond. And, well, they did that. I think, if I read correctly, that the first year, the money is going to be like $22 million or something like that. Right? So this is kind of the number that I was always kind of looking at and expecting that they might sign him into like a deal where he's getting somewhere between 22 to 25 mil if if in the high higher end um you know there were talks about him asking for 30 mil or saying that that's what he's asking for and that's what the warriors are going to have to give up if they want to keep him i just i never really bought that notion i i just it didn't sound right to me He's never, I don't think he's ever gotten paid 30 mil, has he? As a player at, at any point in his career? Um, what, what was the question again? In terms of, like, um, has he? Draymond, has he ever gotten paid, like, no, 30 million? No, 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 I think he was at 27, 28 the last few years. Yeah, so I'm looking, I'm looking at it so, now, and... He had a three, I think he had a three year 66 back in 2015, something mm-hmm. like that. And then, um, after that, he signed in 2020. Okay. So, I mean, I'm looking at the numbers now, uh, his salary, and it's like, okay, like 18 mil in 1920, uh-huh. 20, 22 mil, 24 mil, uh, so he was five years, 82 in 2015. So yeah. that was like a little bit more than what I said. So, so I don't understand how, yeah. I don't understand where this notion that suddenly he wants 30 million from and the, at the back end of his career, I understand maybe this is one of his, you know, final like major contracts, but yeah, 22 to 25 mil per year sounds about right to me. Uh, and I know a lot of people are frustrated with Draymond. I know a lot of people wanted to move on from Draymond and they wanted to trade him. They want him gone. He just, he's just such a headache on so many different levels. So they want to move on from him. But for me personally, um, they just won a championship, you know, um, a year ago. And 
he was, he, you know, he was still in the middle of that. And I, I think as long as they build correctly uh, and put the right pieces on this roster, yeah, I think he is uh, still a critical part of uh, the piece to the puzzle. Uh, and defensively, just, you know, I, I can picture the Warriors without Clay, just because we literally saw it for the first 20 games or so of last year. And they went 18 and two to begin last year without Clay. But they did have Draymond during that run. And so I want to mention, like, so Wiggins took a pay cut, right? Yeah. And it was a significant one. He could have demanded way more money. He probably has one of the best contracts in the NBA. And then Draymond also took a pay cut. Like $25 million a year is a bargain for, for a guy that, for what he's done, for what he's contributed, for who he is. And I know, like, you could argue the offense is declining, and that's been true for years. He's getting older. His defense isn't getting any better. Fine. But his numbers, from an impact standpoint, are still – one of the best on the team. Like he's one of the most impactful players on the team. Now this year in the playoffs, I will say he, this was the first time he was a net negative on the court. Not a great sample size, but it's something to monitor. But I will say this, I'm not going to take all those analytics into consideration when you consider the fact that, that he has a great chemistry and he's the anchor in the backbone of our defense. So that to me is what makes him so valuable with clay. We like I said, we've seen uh, Wiggins, Draymond, and Looney take pay cuts. I mean, Looney's making seven to eight million dollars a year. I mean, that is also one of the best contracts from a value standpoint in the NBA. He was getting multiple, multiple, multiple twenty-plus rebound games in the playoffs. So, when we look at Clay, what number are you looking at for an extension? And then also, do you even expect him to take a pay cut? And and if not, are you, you know, are you kind of, would you be willing to accept moving off of him? Yeah, I'm, I'm absolutely prepared to see uh, Clay be gone if he's not willing to make any adjustments. You know, that's been kind of the story of his career with the Warriors. And it, it was definitely much easier to stomach before the injuries, obviously, right? Uh, since the injuries, obviously the Warriors, you know, paid him big money despite him missing, you know, two years with those uh, with those injuries. And now he's come back and especially in the playoffs, he's proven kind of not to be the same defender anymore. Uh, and you wonder kind of where his mind is in regards to that because we know for a fact that defense is, something that he took great pride in in the past before those injuries. And now he's just, you know, he's more focused on the offensive end and less focused on the defensive end. Uh, he wants all the shots. Uh, he pouts if he doesn't, you know, if he goes whatever number of minutes without getting a shot or something like that. Um, obviously, there were some issues with him and Poole, uh, kind of, you know, both wanting to score and all these things. And now the Warriors are in a situation where I guess more or less just about everybody is sacrificing to some extent uh, and they're doing whatever they need to do to stay on the team. And Clay, it, it's tough to put a number on it, right? Like thinking about it right now, it, it's just like, I want to say, man, I want to say like 25. 
I agree. I think around, I think the most I'm willing to do is 27, but I think ideally I'd like 23 around there. And then it, you know, funny enough, you average the two out, you get 25. So 25 might be the number, you know, because he's not better than Wiggins. He's not. No, not not close. I don't think he's better on either end. I know you could argue offensively at times, fine. But overall, I don't think he's a better offensive player than Wiggins. Wiggins provides rim pressure, slashing. He shoots at a 40% clip from three. It's not like Clay's shooting at 47, 48% from three. He's shooting like, I think, what do you shoot, 41, 42 this year? Like, the gap in shooting isn't even what you think it is. Uh, Now, they get different shots. Clay actually takes way higher difficulty, way higher degree of difficulty shots. Wiggins takes more open shots. But it doesn't matter because... Clay also has poor shot selection. So it's not like he's like getting closed out on. He's forcing bad shots up. You know what I'm saying? So part of his percentages being even what they are is actually they should be kind of higher. Wiggins is just a far more efficient player. And the numbers reflect that. Clay may be may be the better shooter, but as a scorer, Wiggins is far more efficient because he doesn't take ill-advised shots. He doesn't force the issue. He doesn't press. He fits in where he's needed. He rebounds, gets second chance points. Like and it's I don't just even an all-around player at this point. All around, so uh, yeah, I think for me, I think if they don't come to a agreement with the Clay extension to a reasonable number, I think his skill set is more replaceable now than it was, you know, six years ago, right? Yeah, unfortunately, unfortunately, yeah. that's the situation for Clay. Now it's on him to recognize that to some degree, realize the kind of playoffs dud that he had. Uh, for the first time, really, you know, he he was just so unreliable, right? And they already had that with Poole. The last thing they needed was another version of that uh, from one of their core veterans. So Clay yeah. was just so disappointing uh, for me on so many different levels. So, yeah, he has to pay, take a pay cut. And, man, obviously we have to see one more season of how, how he'll look see if he comes back better now that he'll have a off season to and and to get in shape yeah actually play games and you know not come into the season out of shape or whatever the whatever it is that happened this past season yep. yeah yeah um just last thing with the Draymond extension um so he's what is he he's 33 years old uh been in the NBA for 11 years or 10 years 10 10 10 years 11 years He's obviously played a lot of minutes, and he's had a lot of miles on his body. So how do you see him aging? Like, I don't expect it to be, like, graceful and 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 because he's not a skill-based player. But I know a lot of people think he'll, like, be really, you know, on, on a steep regression, you know, uh, a decline by the age of 35, maybe, 36. But... I don't know. I mean, I do think there's still time for him to like, we've seen Al Horford. We've seen Brooke Lopez kind of evolve and in, in their games. And there's no reason why Draymond can't. And I'm not saying that he will, because I haven't seen any evidence of it the last, you know, four or five years, but at some point, right. You do have to adjust. And, and I do think there is a path for him to age more gracefully than we think. Uh, than we than we expect. But what are your thoughts on just this contract and how 
you expect him to, you know, play it out overall on the court? Mm, okay, so that, that's a, that's an interesting question because, I mean, they signed him to uh, four more years, right? So yeah. that's until he's what? He's like thirty-seven. Thirty-seven. If he opts out, you know. And, okay. But but yeah, thirty-six, thirty-seven. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would say that he can kind of play, be more or less the role that he's been all these years for the Warriors for the next, I would say next, the next two, three years. Um, that's, that's his kind of window of, uh, I, I think as time goes offensively, he'll have to let go a little bit of the level of playmaking that he does, meaning like the amount of possessions that he takes up to make those plays because He's a part of the issue in terms of the Warriors' offensive inefficiency. He's a major factor there. It's actually, I'm interested in seeing how it changes when Chris Paul is in there, right? Because now you have Chris Paul and Steph Curry, who are both better on the ball than Draymond is, right? Uh, And they get away with letting Draymond handle the ball more than Steph, but... You can't really do that if Chris Paul is on the freaking floor too. Now it, mm-hmm. you have to change your offense and have Draymond work around whatever it is that Chris Paul is good at doing. Um, and yeah, I, I mean the offense is going to have to uh, it's going to have to switch up, and we have to see how that looks for Draymond because the concern for the Warriors is that Draymond is ineffective if he doesn't have the ball, right? But right. you have right. to put that to the test. You have to see how he finishes. You have to see um, how he looks in different roles. Uh, if you tell him to, you know, stand in the corner at times and see, uh, you know, how how good he can be as a as a spot up corner shooter or something like this. You just have yep. to give him different roles and see what he can work with. So I think he kind of has that Dennis Rodman ceiling. Kind of, I think I think Rodman when he was done with the Bulls, he was like thirty six. Mm. Yeah, in his final year. Okay. So, I mean, and that's when he was guarding like Carl Malone, and you know, that's how they won the finals. Did a damn good job of it too. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I can see Draymond still, you know, uh, being in that role, still being strong. Um, obviously, his whatever athleticism and all these things are slowly going, but in terms of his know-how, it's 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 gonna it's gonna be there always until. Um, until he's not on the Warriors anymore. So I'm not too worried about his play falling off necessarily. I'm more interested in seeing how his game adjusts. Now, he has to adjust now. Yeah, it can't be Draymond-centric, like traffic cop, hold the ball at the top of the... It just doesn't... It makes no sense to run that.